I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse, and you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast about easy ways to create content and how to get it seen by your target audience. I'm Kate Andrews, founder of Fashionly Kate and Company, blogger, freelance writer, and mama to what I believe is the cutest little girl ever. Oh, and she is the cutest. Mm. And I'm Jesse Wyman, brand photographer, founder of the Brand Photographer Method, entrepreneur, and dog mama to the cutest dachshund ever. Decoy! Welcome back to another episode of the Cocktails and Content Creation Podcast. Last episode, we talked about easy ways to take your own amazing photos for Instagram. We had a great discussion with Natalie Mazzarella of Where Are You Now about how she gets some of her best shots. So if you haven't listened to episode two yet, you might want to check that one out now or at least after this episode. So for this episode, episode three, we're going to dive into Instagram hashtags with our friend Chelsea Mars, co-founder of the social media and influencer marketing agency Royal Horizon Media and creator behind Chowdown USA. She's going to share with us her hashtag hacks and how she amassed over 27,000 followers. So jealous. Uh, with her gorgeous images and Instagram know-how. So if you are looking to get more engagement and more followers on Instagram, this is a show you do not want to miss. But before we go any further, what are you drinking? Uh, I am going with white sangria today. Mm-hmm. Again, I cannot let summer go. I just no, can't. I know. I know. It, but it's, you know, I'm a simple girl, so it's like not anything fancy. I didn't make it. It's just the one out of the bottle, like yep. pre-made, but it's delicious. I mean, it's, it's coming up on like Thanksgiving and holiday time. Don't, yeah, I know. Don't, doesn't matter. No doesn't judgment matter. No hating. here. No, no judgment here. No, no pumpkin spice martinis yet for me (laughs) maybe next time i may have had a pumpkin spice chai earlier today but you know why not why not have both so (sighs) we're as i said as as jesse said we're going to talk about hashtags and um hashtag is a type of metadata tag it's used on social networks such as twitter and instagram but they also use it on other microblogging services okay so for those of you that may not even know what a hashtag is you know the pound sign the pound sign. <laughs> well, I didn't know what it was when I first... We talked about this in the first episode. I didn't even know what a hashtag was for, I think, the first year and a half that I started using. I didn't care. I didn't even know if I put captions on my Instagram posts. At Twitter. <laughs> I use them more on Twitter, and I don't even use Twitter that much. Any- I, I just use Twitter to complain to airlines when I need a new seat. I know, and I really <laughs> should. We should use it more. I know um, my friend Style, at StyleWire, Alyssa Garza, she has some actual really funny stuff that she puts on Twitter. So I should I should get back into it. But you can use it on Twitter as well. And it basically it's it's like you it's it allows people to apply a dynamic user-generated tagging and it helps other people easily find messages with a specific theme or a content. So for to to lay that out, what does that yes. actually mean? So if you click on something that mm-hmm. has a hashtag, you know, the pound sign in front of it, it's going to bring up, if you're on Instagram, for example, if you click on a hashtag from somebody's post, mm-hmm. it'll bring up any other images that have that hashtag to it, correct? Right. Um, yes, because... If, you know, you're doing something like I do Boston Bloggers a lot, you and you can actually follow now. On, and I know on Instagram, maybe not on other 
other social media sites. I know we talk about Instagram a lot on this, um, but it is kind of the, the king right now of social media. Um, if you, you can actually follow specific hashtags. Correct. Which I do. Me too. Especially, so, so what that does, right? So if I'm following Boston, hashtag Boston bloggers, mm-hmm. um, on my feed, on my daily feed, I'm going to likely be presented with a image from that hashtag for the day. Right. I wonder what that does with the algorithm, too, because I know, and this is something we're going to talk with Chelsea. Yeah, maybe Chelsea can. A little bit more. Um, You know, I wonder what that does with the algorithm, because, you know, now you've specifically chosen you want to see hashtags for this specific topic. Topic, yeah. And I wonder if that messes up. It's Essentially, it's a keyword, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're just searching. It almost becomes like a search engine in Instagram. It's like Pinterest, too, which is another, you know, place where you can use keywords. Ooh. We should talk about Pinterest in another episode. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I'll write that down. Um, but that's a great point about keywords because uh, people have actually been able to find me specifically right. on Instagram. So so w- people talk about, okay, why even use hashtags and, you know, what's if there really is a benefit. But I have had clients find me and dm me and say hey are you available for a brand shoot because they will literally go to hashtag boston brand photographer so not all of my clients find me that way but it takes two seconds to add a couple local hashtags in your genre in your industry in your service world and it's again going back to that opportunity Mm -hmm. for your business for your brand for your blog or for your product-based business whatever it is so always use Local. I know that people like like I use fashion blogger. I use lifestyle blogger. You know, it's good to use a combination of kind of the broader hashtag. I mean, again, I'm not an expert. Well, I know Chelsea's going to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, using some of those broader hashtags mixed with Boston bloggers, Boston fashion bloggers. You know, Um, the other thing is always one thing you want to make sure is you're not. I know they talk about like band hash shadow band hashtags and everything. Oh, Have you heard of that? No. What? I don't like band hashtag. No, like, tell me. Like hashtags where like nothing comes. I mean, I have not actually come across anything yet that I've used. So certain hashtags cause your image to be banned. Not banned, but they just don't. It just doesn't get seen. Mm. And again, I think we'll talk more with Chelsea about that because that is fascinating to me. I mean, how they they have so much control of what we do right now i mean they really mark zuckerberg man i know just controls it all but to to talk about how real this is so and how people actually really do use hashtags okay so (laughs) i first thing jesse we are located in new england and jesse is not a native new englander which i keep forgetting because she's been here forever so now so okay so for example this is why it's so important i this last weekend i wanted a lobster roll i wanted a lobster roll and i wanted a beer and we're in the middle of the pandemic so i said i need to sit outside as well so I could have gone to Google, but it's like, it's it's a black hole. It can mm-hmm. be a black hole. So I was like, okay, actually, I'm going to use Instagram for this. So I, I, I used the hashtag Boston Lobster Roll. And I was able to see amazing images of all these lobster rolls. And mm. I needed to find one, A, that didn't have celery in it. I do not want <laughs> celery in my lobster roll. Okay. But then I wanted to find one that also had a beer in it because not all lobster shacks are going to sell alcohol. Really? Not 
Well, I mean, think about it. It could be, it could just be like a shack on the side of the road. They might oh, not yeah. have a liquor okay, license. So okay. I wanted, so I wanted one. I needed to find a, a place that had you some just sort of booze. Me. And then but. I wanted to also verify from that yep. that they had outdoor seating because of the pandemic. So through the hashtags, I was able to find the perfect place to go in Essex, Massachusetts. Not sponsored, but we went to Woodman's. And it was delicious. I grew up on Woodman's. It was so. delicious. We sat outside. We had a beer. I had a lobster roll, and I had clam chowder, which was also really good. So, oh, they have it's, a really good one. It's re- it's legit. You can actually use Instagram similarly to how you'd use Google. I, you know, I've totally done that. When I so, um, for anybody who hasn't seen a picture of me, I have pink hair, at least for the moment. And when and I was it's fabulous, looking, oh, thank you. I was, you know. I always like showing my hairdresser a picture. And so I've, you know, I have used Pinterest and that's always helpful. But sometimes, you know, I, and I love the Pinterest perfect images, but sometimes what you see on Pinterest is very different from what you see in real life. And even though Instagram seems to be a highlight these days, yes, of the more perfect things um, in life. I looked up pink hair and I found some great photos of what I finally figured out what I wanted and was able to show it to my hairdresser. I did the same know. thing, actually. Really? For, my, have, for, my, for the, my new pixie cut that I have. And it's the and Jesse has like curly hair and you'd think pixie cut curly hair. No way. Yes. This is the best pixie cut. And I did hashtag curly pixie. Really? Yeah. And I showed it to my hairdresser. So... It's a great way to find people. It's a great way to find services, you know, yeah. like you finding the the lobster roll. Um, the other thing is you, you know, and this is something I think Chelsea would probably talk about more, creating your own, if you're a business or a brand, um, creating your own hashtags. I've started to just do that. That's a great idea. It, I know a lot of wedding photographers love to give their couples a very branded experience. And I love to mm-hmm. give my clients a, a branded experience, but I think... Um, doing it right by saying, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, wedding photography bride or something and giving them something to feel personal about. It's yes. And that's, that's essentially what it is, is that people don't want to just feel like they're a, a number or, or one client of many. They want that personalized experience and giving them, you know, a a branded hash. Like I use, since it's fashionably Kate and co., I use live fashionably when I'm doing a lifestyle. That's amazing. Thing. Well, I'm trying. It's not, not quite. You know, it's give it some it's time. A long guys. game. It's a long game. It's definitely a long game, and that's something that you have to think about. And it's you know, it's the same thing with Twitter, and it's the same. I mean, I think you can even use fa- hashtags on Facebook, which I really haven't gotten into yet. Yes, I think so. Maybe Chelsea can talk a little bit about yeah. that. But um, Kate, I would love to know um, because I know I actually think you have a little bit more experience in this than I do, but. You know, what what are the problems that you see people do or that you've done in the past that you now don't do anymore or you really try oh, to God. avoid? So because hashtags, you know, Instagram is so picky and there's like all these rules and you have to do this and you have to do that. Yeah. So what are the things like that you can think about right away that you can tell our audience um, um, what don't. they should or should not do? <laughs> <laughs> I am still learning. Um, first thing, mis- misspelled hashtags are a big thing. And so I misspell everything. She's looking at me right now. Uh, there are some times where I just with Jesse would send me all of her content so I could edit it. I'm not going to lie. 
She sends out an email. I'm like, ooh, no. Um, it's, it's always compelling stuff. So it really, the, there are times when the spelling doesn't matter. And that's when I get an email from Jesse. And, you know, when she sends out her group emails. There. Okay. So misspelled hashtags. Misspelled hashtags is a big one. And why um, is that? Because it's not going to get picked up, right? Because, I mean, very, you, I mean, it's weird because sometimes you will find people that have just misspelled it so much. And it's because you're like, <laughs> yeah, and, and, I know. And it's actually a big hashtag. I know. Group. Well, not big, but it's, you know, there's a couple, maybe there's even like a, Ten tens or twenty of them. That okay. and so it's so it gets really specific, and you might end up on the top tier with that. Mm, so you know, you there you go. Um, but ha- you know, making sure that you have everything spelled out. The other thing, and I have been so guilty of this, is that don't just go and copy somebody who has a hundred thousand followers or whatever all of Ooh. their hashtags and like use them for your own. Oh, I have been so burned by that. Like, yeah, tell I, us about that. So I, I did a couple of them, and it was this. Um, I'm not even gonna. So like, somebody went and copied your hashtags. No, I did it. Oh, I but you did it. <laughs> I, I. So this is a lesson learned. This is a lesson learned. I know because I don't have a hundred thousand followers. I was. Um, it was actually it was somebody who had fifty thousand followers at the time, and I went and I copied all of the hashtags that she had. And also you want to make sure, um, and again, tells people where to reiterate this too, you know, putting most of your hashtags in the second, in the, in the first comment instead of the actual text, you know, caption is, is ideal. And we'll yeah, it'll be why. interesting. I, that's what I do. Because yeah. Because I've been told. I, I'm curious as to the why behind that. Because but you can get rid of them. And then she'll, because you can get rid of them. Right? Well, it's uh, because you want to make sure that you get rid of, like eventually a couple days later, you want to go back and like get rid of them so that you can reuse them. That's the other thing. You don't want to reuse the same oh, hashtags. Boy, a, I know. It's such, a lot of as work. I said, as we said, it's a long game, but like I used I went on this bloggers Instagram, so you copied her. and I copied all of them. Okay. And it was like a picture of, you know, Boston and it was not anything to do about food and at the end it had like a ton of food and you know, food hashtags and I was just like I posted it and I was just like why did I I mean, I figured it out right away, but it was like, why did I do that at all? I don't know. It was, it was, I had, my post had nothing to do with food. This person's was about Boston, but it was about food. Yeah. And I just, yeah. So I know Chelsea's going to talk about this, um, but there's ways to have, you know, you don't want to use the same hashtags over and over again. You do want to switch it up. So the way I do it, and I know I can be better at this and I'm excited to have Chelsea tell us more on how I can improve is to have different pre-made groups and maybe just go mm-hmm. in and modify um, each time you post so that it's not the exact same hashtags every single time you post. So well, like you have, I mean, you have, but you also have your branded, you know, you, you, in a way you have your brand, which is like Boston branding photographer. Mm-hmm. Not a ton of people are using that because branding photography though. But if I used the same 30 hashtags on every single image right. over and over again, right. I think Chelsea is going to tell us not to do that. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think that she would be like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how you get to 27,000 followers. No, 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 no. That's, that's, and that's why we're having her on the show is because she does have that. And, you know, granted, she has some incredible pictures, one of them being at that. I don't know if you've heard of the, the seashell house. No. <gasps> oh, if you could go on her Instagram. Again, I'm not from New England. No, it's not a New oh. England thing. It's like. Punta Cana or something like oh. that. It's like this amazing Airbnb that you can rent and it looks like a shell. And she's got like a picture. I don't know how she rented this place. Like that's another thing I want to ask her. 
if I get a chance to, because she's got this, she's, she has these beautiful photos, but she just also, she knows how to write the captions and she knows how to write the Instagram hashtags. And I do wonder, so there is, there is someone I follow mm-hmm. and I cannot remember how many followers they have, but they do not use hashtags at all. How, I was going to say how many followers do they have, but um, I, I could look it up, but I'm just going to say they, they do, I would say about 30, 30,000, maybe 60,000, 30,000 or 60,000. Yeah. I can't remember. But they don't use hashtags at all. So I'm curious if, if that was always the case with this person. Um, hmm. And I would be interested in knowing from Chelsea if there is like a threshold once you reach a certain amount of followers, if your caption is enough, if you have enough right. followers that are sharing your content to maintain that growth and the yeah. engagement. So I'd be interested in knowing that. But um, well, that's also the other thing. Is there a sweet spot? I mean, you're allowed mm-hmm. 30. Um, what I do. 30? Yeah. I've always been told yes. I, yeah, and I'd be like, well, why wouldn't you? Because you have all these opportunities to find exactly. all these different. And, you know, you can get super, you know, as we said, you can get super specific. You can have, you know, fashion blogger, but you can also say Boston fashion blogger. You can say, um, you know, Boston summer fashion, whatever you want to do. Um, and hashtags show up in stories, correct? You can put hashtags in stories. I think it's up to five, which is another way people find which I you. I am not good at doing at all and you can make them invisible okay yep so i would i I don't use them there but i should and then i should learn how to make them invisible so you'll have to show me how to do that i will i will show you how to do that that's that's a good good time but you also um you know you know don't use the same hashtags over and over like so we they started we started talking about this so what i do and this is this is something that so so chelsea's also kind of a an instagram coach and i that's what I would yeah, put it. Absolutely. She's um she's like a social media coach and she coached me on um in a session and one of the things she said and this is why it's a good idea to put it in the first comment. Not only are you not like logging your photo with all these hashtags, but you can easily get rid of it. So pick a couple of hashtags that really are specific to that photo and then you can write like all of your other hashtag you know maybe put your branded hashtags and then the ones that are specific to your photo in that first in that in the caption and then below put your um actual like the rest of the hashtags because then a couple days later go back through and get rid of them because then you can reuse them for another photo although that's a really good point who knows if that's changed since the instagram algorithm has changed so you know right she's gonna she's gonna give us all the know-how yeah i mean we are hardly the experts when it comes to <laughs> no hashtag. Way. So our friend Chelsea, as we mentioned, has grown her following to 27,000 followers thanks to hashtags and, of course, her gorgeous images. She's a great photographer. Uh, we spoke with her about how you can find your ideal hashtags, how she takes some of her photos, and a little bit about uh, the changes to the ever-changing and, you know, Upsetting. Upsetting algorithm. Today we have Chelsea Mars with us. We're going to let her go ahead and jump right into who she is, what she does, and anything else you want to share with us, your company, your business, your life as an influencer here in the Boston area. We would love to just have you tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll jump into talking all things hashtags. Yeah. So, hey guys, uh, I, my name is Chelsea and I started off as an influencer. 
um, over at Chowdown USA. And it was originally just food and I ended up adding fashion and travel. Um, and I did that for about seven years. And then last year I started my own influencer marketing and social media marketing company, um, Royal Horizon Media, which I co-founded um, with my business partner, Rob. And that has been just like the biggest and best decision of my life so far. I feel like it's been such a whirlwind and definitely learning how to be an entrepreneur and wearing all the hats is like, you know, it's, it's a steep learning curve, but it's really, really fun um, in a growing industry where we're kind of creating it as we go. Um, so I'm really, I feel really fortunate to be a part of that um, and be on here with you guys talking about it today. Before we go any further though, what are you drinking today? <laughs> Love that question. Um, so right now I'm on a really big um, pumpkin beer kick with specifically with the sugar rim and like Ooh, yeah. sugar nutmeg rim. And I just found the secret to this actually is not to use water to get it to stick, but to put a little bit of maple syrup on a napkin and then put that around the rim. And that makes it stick even more and it makes it even sweeter. So that sounds amazing. <laughs> I have also been on like a pumpkin kick. I recently had the shipyard pumpkin yeah. ale with the sugar. I don't know what sugar they put in the rim, but it's, yeah, it's amazing. So that good. sounds delicious. And <laughs> now I want one very badly. <laughs> <laughs> kind of addicting. So it's like, you have to like, I can't do it on like a Monday. I'm like, okay, this is like a Friday, Saturday thing. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I think we're older, a little older than you, Chelsea, but I, I know Jesse and I have talked about this. Like as you get older, it's just like, you can't drink as much and expect yeah. to be able to do something the next day. It's just, right. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you don't bounce back. No, seriously. I feel like I'm, I'm there, <laughs> but okay. they're really good. It's like worth it for these ones. All right. Uh, I will take your word for it now. And then maybe this weekend I'll have to indulge. I have to say. Uh -huh. <laughs> now you've amassed quite a following through Ch Chowdown USA. I love your pi your pictures are fantastic, but one of the things that you do really beautifully is you you just know how to use hashtags. And I feel like there are very few people that do. What are first off, what are hashtags for the people that really aren't sure of what they are and why are they important to social media? Totally. Yeah, to break it down Basically, hashtags are like your search engine for social media. Um, so just as if you were to search something in Google, you use hashtags to search and for others to find your content. Um, so for example, if someone was searching for, you know, fall cocktails, like we were just talking about, then they could hashtag fall cocktails. But also there are so many other related hashtags that they could use with that one. Um, and then if someone else is searching for fall cocktails, they'll find your picture using that hashtag, ideally. Um, so it's basically a way to increase the reach on your post and to get it seen by more people. Even people who are not following you can be looking at those hashtags and find you that way. So it's a good way to get new followers potentially and to increase the reach of your posts kind of through Instagram's search function, which are hashtags essentially. So I know we're talking mainly about Instagram here, but some of our audience may be wondering what about other social media platforms and do hashtags apply to those as well? 
Yes, they do. So depending on the platform, everything's really different. Um, they're really important on TikTok, for example, especially if you're using or searching the trending hashtags. That's how you can get um, found really quickly and go viral like overnight, potentially. Um, they're also... I feel like people sometimes use them on Facebook, but people don't really search for hashtags on Facebook. It's kind of like a fluke of your post. We had one client's post go viral from the hashtags there, um, but it went viral in like India. So I don't think it was their target demographic. So they can be kind of hit or miss. Um, the biggest place we've seen them be really big is Instagram. Um, and Pinterest is also a search engine platform essentially. So your keywords are really important there but that's kind of a separate um, topic rather than like Instagram, how they use their hashtags is really specific. Is there like a correct way to use hashtags essentially? Um, so everyone does everything differently. We kind of try to guess at the algorithm based on what, you know, Facebook and Instagram tells us and based on what we see um, on our end by different accounts and posts. And Everyone does do it differently, but I feel like the best practice is usually to put a few in your caption and then to put the rest in like the first comment um, because you can use up to 30 hashtags in a post. But if you were to put all 30 in your caption, that doesn't look very aesthetically pleasing <laughs> really to your audience. And it's just not necessary because you can put them in a caption or in the first comment and they still work in a comment. Um, and some people even, you can break them up into multiple different comments um, because some people say, if you want to, you can go back an old post and actually delete some of them so that Instagram doesn't see that you're using the same ones over and over. So some people do that and break them up and just delete like one of the comments versus doing one big batch in one comment. Um, but it's kind of a trial and error that you can see what works best for your personal account. Um, the most important thing we've seen is that you don't want to use the same hashtag sets over and over again um, because Instagram knows that. They've said that their algorithm is getting smarter and smarter. You can oh, kind geez. of see, <laughs> I know, like it's not smart enough already, that um, you can definitely see that um, they don't want you to use the same one over and over again. And even if you use the same set, you want to change the order of the hashtags in that set um, and to use different sizing of hashtags. Um, so small, medium, and large, because if you have, say, a large hashtag with millions of views on that, um, then you can potentially get seen by a lot more people, but for a way shorter period of time. Because if you think about it, like those millions, those giant hashtags, they get pushed down so quickly by everyone else using them. You have to hit it like that right time with those. Totally, yeah. So if you do some of the giant ones and some of the smaller ones, which don't get pushed down as quickly, but not as many people are looking at them, then if you have a good range of those, then you're kind of, it's just a much better practice to be kind of reaching those different tiers of hashtags. There's so much into this. I just, I mean, I knew, but just having you say it so clearly and concisely, it's like, oh my gosh. The so, brain reels, definitely. Oh man. So 
how does one go about discovering the right hashtag? So we talked about like different sizes and things like that, but based on their industry, like what would you recommend like they do to find those perfect hashtags for their own brand? Yeah. So we recommend doing um, hashtag research. So it actually can be pretty time consuming and you want to do it. I would recommend at least once a quarter because hashtags can also get stale. So you want to make sure you're refreshing the ones you're using. Um, And also Instagram can potentially block some of them, which is a controversial statement. Some people think that happens. Some people don't. but you want to make sure you're using fresh ones. I would like do these strategies like a few times throughout the year if you can. Um, and one way to do that is actually to go to a hashtag manually on Instagram um, about what your topic is. And it will come up with similar hashtags for that topic. So if you were searching um, fall cocktails, it'll come up with other like drinkstagram, um, IG drinks and stuff like that. So it'll bring you those relevant hashtags to what you're searching for. Um, So you can just scroll through those and find similar ones. And if you click on one, then it'll give you another set of other relevant hashtags. Um, That's one way to do it. Another way is to go to others who are in your niche and see what hashtags they're using. Specifically, if they have, if they're getting a lot of likes and engagement on their posts, then maybe their hashtags are doing well on those posts, potentially. So you can see what hashtags they're using and incorporate that into your sets as well. Um, And the other thing is to think about different kind of categories within your hashtags. So if you're a photographer, for example, you can do, obviously you're going to do photography hashtags, but you could do family photography, you could do Nikon or Canon or Boston photographer. Um, So not only your specific niche, but your location as well. Um, And kind of try to think outside the box category wise for what you can be putting in as your hashtags. So when thinking about the hashtags that you want to be using, I, I would assume that it's important to also think about what your end goal is with your audience, right? So if you're like, I have my two brands, you know, my two brands and you know, the one is my client services for my photography. So I'm looking to reach those people that might be searching for a photographer to hire. But then my other brand is targeting other photographers for the education piece. So it's like, you kind of need to know, right? Yeah. Your your target audience and who you're trying to reach and catch them where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I'm a photographer looking for clients, I wouldn't necessarily need to like do a Nikon hashtag because my clients yeah. probably won't care that I shoot Nikon. Right. Your clients won't and other branding photographers will. Exactly. Yeah. So okay, so. On the account and your target audience and also what the actual image is. So if you're doing an image of a camera and it's a Canon or a Nikon, you want to make sure that you have those hashtags in that image. If you have one of you know, a portrait of someone, you want to do more portrait oriented hashtags Mm -hmm. because you want it to be on theme. And the more we're learning about it, the more Instagram can tell, it can read what's in your photo. If it's a landscape, you want to have like landscape hashtags in there. If it's a portrait, you want to have portraits in there. Um, If it's, you know, your breakfast, you want to have food hashtags in there. It can read it, which is- That is insane. So like- If you, so say I post a picture of, you know, 
um, like the other day I did a picture of my daughter and me and then like, but then say I post another picture of my daughter and me and I talk about voting. So it really has nothing to do. Like, I mean, essentially it can relate back to it because I'm talking about voting for the future and everything, but can, would Instagram potentially dock me because I'm not like, I don't have like a big voting sign and I'm talking about, you know, voting in my caption. Annoyingly, from what I know about it, yes. Um, And that's why it's so important. We tell everyone like as much as you can niche down to niche down because the more we're learning about it, the more it's like if you have, for instance, a Boston foodie account, you want, and this ties into your profile too, you want your profile to have Boston food in it. You want your hashtag to have Boston food in it and you want those images to be of food. Um, And it can kind of align and it can tell if you're on theme. Not that it'll dock you, but that if you are doing all of those things, it will push you towards that niche and that will help you in the long run. So So, does it take into account the comment like your cat or your caption? So like, Hey, if you're using your example where you're talking about talking about voting in your caption and is it going to say, okay, you're talking about voting. Here's your image and your hashtags are talking about voting. Like, yeah, it's like a trifecta, like a weird trifecta that all has, you have to match your caption to your image and then the topic also needs to relate to your hashtags. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so with that example, not that you can never do that, but I would try to stay on theme as much as you can. And then if you have something important like voting coming up, I would never deter you from don't talk about voting. So you're staying the algorithm, you know, right. Right. I maybe use a handful of voting hashtags in there and then try to use some mother daughter ones also. So that Instagram can say, okay, she's still on brand. She's still on niche. She's just for some reason throwing voting ones in there, you know? Okay. Okay. Good. It's good to know. Because, wow. It's too smart. It's too smart for us, I think. <laughs> Not too smart for you. You figured it out, which is what I was going to ask. And, you know, going back to your time as an influencer, I know you did it for seven years. Um, and, you know, that's a, that's a long time to keep up with something. But you have, is it almost 29,000 followers now? I don't even, it's in the 20s somewhere. and. The real reason I don't know is that I've actually been removing followers as well because okay. I have had it for so many years um, and gone through so many different niches that a lot of those followers might not be active anymore or they might not be in my niche anymore. Um, so in order to increase engagement, I'm actually starting to remove followers that are either inactive or not engaging with my content. I think I saw about that. So um, Royal Horizon Media does such a great job at explaining social media through their, you know, through their services, through social media posts, through stories. You do, you guys do such a great job with that. And I did see something about that just recently. So is that part of the new algorithm thing is that we need to be looking at getting rid of people in terms of to try to boost our, even though we want that, all those followers, what do we do? Right. I know. And it's one of those things. It's like, you know, take it with a grain of salt, see how important each, you know, factor is to you. But if you are, for example, an influencer trying to work with brands, if you're in the 20 to 30,000 follower range, brands just bucket you in the 20,000 follower range anyway. So if you can get down some followers to a more targeted follower Um, engagement for you, to me, that's worth it because brands are getting smarter and they're looking at your engagement rate and the Mm. amount of them. Um, So to me, it's worth it. I think it's every account can 
make that decision for themselves based on what their engagement is now, if they feel their audience is engaging or not. Um, quick, quick follow up on that. Yeah. I, the engagement rate. How do you calculate that again? I forget how yeah, you do that. So your engagement rate is the number of likes plus comments divided by the number of followers you have. Okay. So it's a ratio of how many people are really engaging with your posts. And what's well, like a good industry standard, I guess, if there um, is one. <laughs> honestly, they, in the past, it was 3 to 5%. That's extremely high now based on the current algorithm. Um, a lot of people aren't there, which is why a lot of people jumped into engagement pods, which kind of took off into like these big telegram pods and all of that, which we don't recommend to people because what happens is people just focus on the pods and then they think they're done with their engagement and they're not actually engaging with their audience or community anymore. Well, so you were, so with the new algorithm, is it true? I mean, I feel like this should just be the Chelsea Mars show about (laughs) Instagram, but is it true that with the new algorithm, like saves are actually king and likes are kind of down the, yeah. Yeah, so saves and shares are king, for sure, because likes are kind of a vanity metric. A lot of people will scroll, and even if they like something, they're not necessarily liking it like they were when they first started the app. So we like to look at impressions and reach and saves and shares way more than likes. Likes don't actually mean that much these days. Well, there you go, guys. That just <laughs> kind of burst my bubble. My goodness. <laughs> That's good, because if, like, if you look at your likes – you might get discouraged because they might be down from what they were a few years ago. Oh, yeah, much down, much lower. Yeah, like you can see the ratio of reach and impressions to, you know, how many you're getting from hashtags or how many people are saving your stuff and sharing it. Okay. So for, let's say, a brand or an influencer looking to work with more brands, um, we talked about that engagement, um, the engagement rate, but mm-hmm. that takes into account those likes and those comments. Yes. So are brands now looking to to other metrics that we like those shares? Like are they starting is there like a share rate? Is there like something else that they should be thinking about? That's the great question. I personally think there should be a share rate, there should be a save rate. Um and they are getting smarter about it. Yeah. Okay. I think it depends on who they're working with. That's the sort of thing that we suggest to brands and we really push to them is we don't want to look at the likes as much as we're looking at the impressions and the reach that we're getting. Wow. That's a lot to think about. So (laughs) what other tips? So now we've, now we know a little bit more about the algorithm. What, you know, what are some tips that you have for our audience? Other tips um, you've given us some great ones regarding hashtags and how we can kind of use them to boost our brand in this time of this new algorithm that is infuriating. So many people. (laughs) Well, and one of the things our audience is specifically interested in, if you can really hone in on this, give us some tips is the ease. Like what is like an easy workflow to saving lists lists or something? The yeah. hashtags, getting them into a planner. Like, what do you yeah, a plan Like, planally or something. Totally. Yeah, I'm really glad you guys brought that up um, because that's something that we have been working on because even with us and our clients, we're like, okay, how can we make this easier? And for me and my personal accounts too. Um, and taking everything we know about hashtags and how you want them to be fresh every time. You want them to pull from different categories. Um, things like that. There, I personally like using my notes app 
Um, and so I'll have different sets of hashtags um, in the notes app and I'll be able to pull from those, but I create them fresh every time. And that's with actually a new tool that we just rolled out, which is our hashtag generator, um, which um, we just sent to Jesse to kind of like test out because we're like, we haven't oh, even. Cool. Okay, uh, I can send it to you too. Um, oh, yeah, please but do. It's really exciting because we have different groups that you can just put in all the hashtags that you want to use. Um, and you can pull, you can say, oh, I want 10 from this group, 10 from this group, 10 from this group. And it will randomize the order of them for you. And you can just keep clicking generate. And so for each post, you can generate a new full set of hashtags. Um, And we haven't seen anything else out there that does this because we needed it. Um, And so we just made it. (laughs) I'm doing a happy dance over here because that sounds awesome. It's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. I haven't had like that much time to play with it because I just got it from you guys. But it's it's going. So when I get those generated hashtags, what I, what I plan on doing exactly what you're doing is like putting them into my notes document. And that way, like I can just plug them into my planner mm-hmm. or my Instagram post directly. Yeah, exactly. And you can figure out, you can have like a few different sets that you're pulling from each time, or you can do a new one for each post that you're doing. Um, and then I pull those into our content schedulers. So like Planoly or Buffer or Hootsuite, depending on who our client is. Mm-hmm. Um, and just copy and paste them in, which is super, super helpful. So I know I'm getting a new fresh set every time. I know it's a different order. So I know Instagram likes that. And then you're reaching new hashtags every time. You are you have new people that are seeing it. Yeah. Um, so we're combining that with, we also have a service we're just rolling out that we can like do the hashtag strategy for you. So if you're like, I just don't have time or I'm working on other things for my business, but I'm, you know, a photography, you know, or an, a fashion influencer, whatever it is, mm-hmm. but I need hashtags. Then we can do that research for you based on your niche and your location and send them to you. And then you can just plug those into the generator. That's our biggest strategy right now is using those predetermined hashtags. We've already done the full strategy. We've taken that time to make sure that those are the good hashtags to use. And then we pull them into the generator so that they're fresh every time. And then once you have them on your post, the next step is to engage with those hashtags. So you can go to some of the main hashtags you're using after you've posted um, and engage with people who are using the same hashtags as you. You don't have to do it for every single one because that's a lot of hashtags to do, but I would say doing a couple or a few for each post can really help raise it in the algorithm as well, especially surrounding the hashtags. So for so- someone who's listening to this and they're like, I need to get that, how, do, how would they go about getting it? Is it is this a service that they pay for? Yes. So if you okay. go to our website, www.royalhorizonmedia.com, um, it's in our main menu header. Um, so there's a hashtag shop and a generator shop, and you can get one or the other. They just go easily together. Um, you know, if you haven't started on it yet, it's easiest to just outsource it to us to do it especially if you haven't done it before um but you could just get one or the other two if you wanted that Um, i mean i'd say even a seasoned instagrammer should do this because because of the the algorithms changing so quickly yes no why not just outsource it if that's what i'm doing so i've been doing this for a long time and it's not that you can't do it on your own but it literally takes hours to do it on your own just to find them and do the research 
um, and to see what others are posting and to see what actually what the sizes are of each one can take a full like it's so long um, so to have someone else do it for you and for you to just focus on posting and creating that content that you love to me that's what creators love to do um, so just knowing that like I if I find it helpful <laughs> too. it's not impossible it's not, no, impossible, not for impossible to do it on their own but um, my personal experience, I just, when you're growing your business, you just need to focus on what's important. So, but you know, for our audience and for our listeners, it's possible to do it. It's possible that you need to do that research that Chelsea mentioned. You need to, you know, get, a, get a variety of hashtag sets, you know, randomize them, mix them up. Mix yep. them up. Don't yeah. post them every single day the same way, mix them up. Um, but if you're at a point where you are like me and just want to hire everybody to do everything for you, <laughs> hire Chelsea. <laughs> it's a nice life. <laughs> Again, it's the Chelsea Mars show with yeah. an ad for your services. <laughs> So Chelsea, tell us again, um, where can people find out more about you as an influencer, but as also uh, Royal Horizon Media? Yeah, so my personal account is Chowdown USA on Instagram, and Royal Horizon Media on Instagram is for um, the business, and www.royalhorizonmedia.com is our website. Awesome. Well, Chelsea, thank you so much for being on Cocktails and Content Creation and for giving us all the lowdown on the, the algorithm, hashtags, everything. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. Chelsea is always sharing new info on the best ways to utilize Instagram on her personal account, Chowdown USA, and on Royal Horizon Media's Instagram. We always find them very helpful. So I think just to recap, some simple things you want to keep in mind with hashtags. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got a little little list here for you. So one thing, don't forget your local hashtags. Um, I've been found by using local hashtags, you know, hashtag Boston brand photographer. It's very important. It will actually help give you that reach and expand your opportunities. Mm -hmm. uh, you also want to mix larger reaching hashtags with more specific ones. So what does that actually mean? It means, you know, those that have the higher number hits versus the more niche down ones. So hashtag photographer would be one of those millions, millions of versus Boston brand photographer. That is a local one, but it's also very niche or even just mm -hmm. brand photographer. You're going to immediately see a, it's a, a smaller amount. Finding that niche. Um, and then you talked about this um, earlier, making sure that your hashtags relate to your image, right? So you're not going to post a picture. I mean, it's great to have a message and you just don't want to post a picture of like a pretty sunset and then hashtag my life is so dull or something. Like, hashtag headshot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because Instagram, you know, kind of downplays those. This is a random question, but mm -hmm. do you think that Instagram has... AI oh, totally. available that, that it knows it's a sunset and not a face? I think so. I think Mark Zuckerberg has everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. And then also, um, you know, make sure you post your, you know, your hashtags, the hashtags you chose, the first couple in your caption, and then the second um, grouping in your first comment and you can actually do that um if you do schedule you know we we talked a little bit about making it easier to post on instagram and everything we talked a little bit about planning in last up during the last episode um 
Planoly is one of those things you can actually schedule your first comment, which is amazing. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's been very helpful. I haven't been using it very long, but it has been a life changer. Um, so that's that is an option, or you can just use the notes on your iPhone, mm-hmm. and because that's what I used to do, and you know that's- just. Pretty much what I do now. Copy and paste, copy baby. And paste. Copy and paste. So thank you to Chelsea of Royal Horizon Media and Chowdown USA for helping us decode Instagram and hashtags. Make sure to check out Chelsea's website and Royal Horizon Media for the latest in hashtag and social media resources. And thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community, and leave us a comment about what you want us to talk about. We'd really love to hear from you. You can follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation, and we'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Eventually, we'd love to read some of those uh, on this podcast. And you can email us at cocktailsandcontentcreation at gmail.com. I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram at FashionablyKateAndCo, or you can check out my website, FashionablyKateAndCompany.com. And I am Jesse Wyman. You can follow me at Jesse Wyman Photos on Instagram as well as at the brand photographer method. Or you can check out my website, jessewymanphotography.com. You guys want to make sure to tune in next time. We have an amazing guest, Courtney Fanning of Big Picture Branding. She's going to share with us how you can build your audience personas so that you can create content that they actually want and need. So you're just not throwing darts at at a blank wall, right? Uh, Plus, this is amazing. She's going to reveal how she's created over 40 blog post ideas. I bow down. Using her own audience persona building. And guys, hint, she's told me she's used her office wall and her creative process. Like, So she physically did some like physical strategy That's planning awesome. here. I'm so curious about what that entailed. So until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating. Mm-hmm.